Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so delighted that you have joined me today for our look, our lesson on de- on the devil and evil spirits. You're like, what? It's like, yes, it is a reality of life. Let us check out this scripture in Acts chapter 19, verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? We have to come to grips with the fact the devil is real. If we believe the Bible, if we believe in Jesus, if we believe in heaven, if we believe in hell, if we believe in Calvary, we must believe and know for certain that there is a devil and evil spirits. The evil spirits are the angels that rebelled against God and followed Lucifer thinking that they would have uh, dominion over God. They wanted his throne. They wanted his place. They wanted to be worshipped and, and run existence, and they wanted to take God down. And we know a third of them uh, marched off with Lu- Lucifer, which uh, his name is the devil, and the fallen angels uh, are now evil spirits. And I'll never forget the day uh, in 2001 when the Lord had come to inform me that he loved me and to heal me of uh, my physical condition uh, where my cranium had been cracked and my skeletal system had shifted due to the fact that I was severely abused. And uh, I had suffered like that for three years. And the Lord appeared to, to tell me all kind of things, basically to introduce himself as the creator to me, his creation, so that I would know him and know how to live and know how to be increased and how to enter into eternal life, which is his desire uh, for you. It was his desire for me. But in order for that good to come, we must know the fullness of life, the fullness of scripture, uh, the full message that the Bible, that God has uh, seen written, which is the oath and the covenant for humanity from the throne of Almighty God to the earth. Uh, but we have picked and chosen uh, things out of the Bible that we like, and we have discarded and shucked the things that we weren't interested in or the things that did not appeal to us as if I was walking down a huge, beautiful mall. And I would look at the inside of the windows and see, oh, I like that, the look, the look of that. And so I would go in and check out different things and maybe purchase a few items where on this side, it was like, no, that's not my taste. And I would disregard that uh, shop altogether. And so that's how we are as the human race. You know, we we are attracted to certain things and we embrace certain things and then we're not attracted to things and we disregard them. And that's just human nature, isn't it? But God was going to reveal uh, at his arrival to me uh, the full message, both the good and the evil, both the angels and the devils. 
And uh, I'll never forget the night I was sitting there listening to gospel music and he had been in my presence for a while and I was just laying there looking at my ceiling, praising him, you know, and just enjoying his presence because in the presence of God uh, is fullness of joy. You know, when God's in the house, there's peace, there's calmness, there's joy, there's stability, there's sanity, the torment dissipates and you're sitting in the presence of the one that created you and he is entirely love you know the bible tells us that god is love and that he's pure and he wants and desires for all of the creation that he made to be safe with knowledge and choice the choice for him the knowledge of life but he did god never does anything halfway and so one night we were laying there and he said i have to show you the other side of the story because for many days the angels were there and the Lord was there and you know I was just enjoying that side and uh, they had healed me and set me free and all this that and the other and for any of you out there that have not read my book Real God you can find that on www.realaron.org and it goes into details about my time and encounter with the Lord but one night I was laying there and all of a sudden the Lord said, I have to show you the other side. He said, there's another side that you have negated to know. You have not studied and, you know, it's not really uh, brought to the light by my people. He said, uh, so I'm going to show you. And on the ceiling appeared the face of the devil. <laughs> and the Lord said, that is the devil. And I said, oh, no. I said, oh, no, see, I was going to disregard. Oh, no, no, it's said, no, 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 I'm not interested. And that's exactly what I said to him. I said, I, I don't like the topic. It doesn't make me feel good. I like the angels. I like all the beautiful lights that you are and your love and your peace and your grace. And, you know, my, my physical torment had ended and my mental torment and anguish and just being in their presence. It was so peaceful and nice, but... He wanted to bring it around to the full message. And uh, I kind of fought with him. He said, it doesn't matter. I, I am truth. I have to show you reality, the reality of life. That's the devil. And he is out to destroy you and mankind. He stands within the invisible realm of life. He is the fallen angel. He is the one that has led the other angels that followed him astray to their own demise. And they will one day be eternally cast in the eternal lake of fire. You know, so he got around to all of this and uh, was showing me many, many different things. And I had many encounters with demons and, and the Lord began to open up my eyes so that I could see inside of what is called the invisible realm of life, as stated in the book of Colossians chapter 1. God made both the visible, I can see my puppy in the forest and the trees and the flowers and other humans, but I can't see the Lord all the time standing there and the angels that surround us and the ones that are blocking off the demons that want to penetrate our life, saturate our life and destroy our life as the human race. And so God's always protecting and trying to guide us along the path that leads to life not the wide road that is destruction with Satan. And so the Lord was showing me many things. You know, when I went into hell, he, he also took me into hell and I saw demons of various kinds 
there and they're tormenting demons. You know, the Bible says that if people are eternally separated from God in a place called hell, they say, no, I don't want you. I, I reject your son's blood. I reject your Bible. I will not come underneath your authority. I will not uh, live life according to your commands. I refuse you. I reject you. And God has no other choice but to send you where you chose into uh, the lake of fire, into hell, and then onto the lake of fire. And that is not God's desire. You know, God's desire is for all people to come underneath his loving ways and his commandments that only better our life, you know. So he was going to take me on a tour, so to speak, of different various demons, their activities, and uh, etc., which it wasn't appealing to me. It wasn't the store uh, that I wanted to go into in the mall, so to speak. It was the store always ran by and ignored to my own almost destruction, okay? So it's something that we need to, to take a look at. And when I was in hell, um, I saw many demons there, of course. And uh, the first one I saw was in front of the cave and uh, that Jesus took me to. And he said, that's the devil. And he gets my people. And he leads them into eternal fire and damnation. He seduces them. He is the devil that seduces, deceives, tricks, and gets people to be in addiction and never to turn to Christ and say, I'm sorry, wash me, take me, forgive me, help, right? And uh, they die in their sin and they're forever in there. And so Christ doesn't want this to happen to any of us. And... Uh, then I was taken into a place where it was a very congested atmosphere. It was a room, and I was on a wooden bench, and surrounded me all these evil spirits, and they were contorted and they were cursed. You know, such opposite from the beautiful uh, angels that I saw that are prestigious and magnificent and excellent in, in their creation by Almighty God, but the angels he has cursed, and, and they're, they're disfigured and distorted. And the best way for me to relay to you what they looked like would be uh, many uh, gargoyles and, and different false gods, you know how they have their graven images? Uh, they look like them because they created themselves through the people that are blind to their existence, and they use people to bring themselves forward in society. That's how we got pornography. That's how we got nicotine, tobacco, alcohol, abortion, murder, suicide, um, perversion, homosexuality, uh, all this stuff. All the rebellion in them, they pour out through their own people and, and build up these kingdoms upon the earth. And at the same time, God is on a rescue mission trying to bring us out of our uh, ignorance uh, and out of our blindness in captivity and addictions and sin so that we're free from this kingdom. I couldn't believe my eyes as I was looking at all of them and they were surrounding me on this bench and they wanted to touch me. And, you know, I had never been into hell and I hope to never go back. Uh, so, I mean, that is my goal, right? To stay out of the place. And it, my goal also is for you to, to never step foot into hell unless God takes you there to show you things that you need to make it on the journey. See? He'll do whatever it takes to try to save you, to bring you out of that and into himself.
And so I was alarmed as I sat there and there were two doors. The first one was hell and the next one was the lake of fire. And I knew that I was there. I didn't know that I was going to be able to leave. And it was just a matter of time. I felt like I was going to be washed away behind these two doors. But it was God's mercy, and he took me out. But God said to me, if you're not going to be holy, you're coming here, and there's nothing I can do. Because, see, Anne, I wrote my Bible, my covenant, and um, he said, if you don't read it and get in the right lane to enter into heaven and success and safety in my zone on earth, this is where you come because I can't change my book. I've been... Uh, working out of my law all my existence. It's eternal. And as much as I love you, and as much as I love sinful people, if they die in that sin and they refuse to have their sins washed away and they refuse to reform and to do what's right, and they, they don't follow me, there's nothing I can do. Nothing. And that goes for people that claim Christianity or whatever you are. It doesn't matter. We all have to come clean by the blood of Jesus and obey God. And I was startled. I was shocked. I was terrorized. I was um, devastated. You know, I wasn't used to going into hell. I was never, never dreamed uh, I would be in hell. I never even studied the location. It was a, it was a, it was a shop that I discarded as I read my Bible. You know, I would just discard things along the path because they didn't make me feel good. And I was a very much a triple A, you know, as far as uh, a go-getter and, you know, just wanted to be successful in my corporation and et cetera, et cetera. I just wasn't interested in hell. I wasn't interested in demons. I wasn't interested, but you know what? It was my disinterest that almost cost me my life. I remember another time the Lord, uh, when he took me back to my cottage after my exit out of hell and I sit in my cottage, he turned the light on again and I was packed with demons and evil spirits. Evil spirits sit in the air, they walk in the air, they torment, they taint. They're tormentors, they're seducers. Uh, it's, it's hellish to be in their presence. And many people that commit suicide have been pushed by demons. But uh, in this cot, in my cottage, and it was, it was packed full of demons, and the Lord said, do you want to go rebuke the devil for God? I said, Sure. And I got up like I had been taught in church, you know. <laughs> I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And they looked at me and went, who are you? Just like it says. Just like it says in Acts 19.15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Who are you? And I was stunned and I turned around and looked at God. He said, let me tell you something. He said, you have no authority over them when you fellowship with them. You have their drugs here. You have their nicotine here. You have their alcohol here. You have their rock and roll here. You are in adultery. Yes, you have my Bible. And yes, you have my gospel music. And yes, you have a heart that loves me. But you have a mind that has be, been blinded and 
is in jeopardy, a soul that is in jeopardy of eternal fire. The only way the demons are removed is if you say, God, I'm sorry, and you get a trash bag, and you take all of your sins, and you put them in the trash bag, and you haul them out to the trash can, and you pick up a Bible and you live right. He said, then I will heal your life. I will cleanse it of this. And that is found in Second Chronicles 7.14. Another time, the devil himself appeared to me. I was, uh, he was in my, my home office, and uh, he appeared. The Lord told me there's some things you need to know. I had been doing evangelism heavy for a five-year period. And he said, there's some things here, Annie, you need to know. You know, when you're a Christian, it's a serious thing because you don't want to forfeit your soul to Satan with sin. And if you mess up, God, I'm sorry, he, he, he covers you in the blood and washes it away, but you have to grab his hand and keep trucking into the celestial city. This is not a happy, clappy situation. I mean, we're joyful people, Christians, but we need to be serious and, and always to be on guard over our own lives, not to be seduced and taken away from the Lord. But uh, he said, you've been doing major evangelism, and uh, uh, now it's even, the, the stake is even higher. He said, I, I need for you to, to see some things, and I'm going to put a shield over you. I felt the shield go over me, and uh, appeared Satan. And he was in red and white, or not red and white, he was in red and black stripes. And he had a long sword. And I couldn't believe my eyes. I was seeing the devil. And he said, I'm waiting for you to walk away from the Lord. Because when you do, I will destroy you. Now he's talking to a born-again Christian, spirit-filled, spoken tongues. Read my word and now working and serving the Lord in uh, evangelism, which is to bring truth to humanity, and discipleship, which is to be teaching you reality. Why? Because of love and truth. So you can succeed in life and enter into eternal glory. It's not a place where you want to play around as a Christian with your soul. And the Lord said, Anne, if you walk away from me, you will be destroyed worse than anybody I had seen many visions and been um, given many glimpses into heaven and hell and, and seen the Lord himself as he shared life with me, the realities, and his heart for his earth, which is broken because of the blindness of sin and the, the lewdness of his people. And he's calling all people back to repentance and back to a holy, clean life. It's, a, it's the only safe life there is. Because when you give the devil a place, he will take your life. When you pet a snake, he will destroy you. And this stuff is real, completely real. I also saw demons that were, uh, they bound people by drugs and they have jailer suits on and they go, they're called captivity. And they go to, to bind up puppets that are in addictions and sin so that they can pull them in and torment him and hopefully get him off into suicide. 
I also saw the demon of suicide. And the, the thing that astounded me the most when I saw her, uh, she looked like the witch on The Wizard of Oz. And she was screaming, and, and, and there was three of them. And they were screaming, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself. Because it's only in our destruction that they have joy. Because they are eternally destroyed. And they find joy in our destruction. No matter if you're a Christian, an atheist, a homosexual, whatever you are, the devil lives to destroy you. And God lives and, and breathes salvation. He is salvation and his heart is love and he is truth. And he longs to bring you to himself. Demons are real. I mean, I've seen and seen and seen and seen. You know, you can, you can look through Rialaran and you can listen to many messages and you'll hear things. Um, you will, you will read, you can read my three books, uh, sequels, Real God, Boots and Lipstick, and The Road Up. Those uh, go into great details about my time, my, uh, episodes with Satan. And, and so, uh, we don't want to be, ignorant about the devil. We don't want to say, I don't want to know God. It's not my thing. I like faith and I like my music and I love, I love to worship you and I'm a soaker. I love to intercede for people or I love to do good works. I love to feed the homeless or give to charities or whatever the case is. But I don't want to know, right? I don't want to know about the devil. And, and God says, then you'll be destroyed by the devil. Do you see? So we need to unpackage this lesson and take a look, a very good look at the devil so that we are not destroyed by the devil. Hosea 4, 6 states, my people, this is God talking, my people, his creation. He sits on the throne above existence and his heart is love and he's pure, he's holy. And he longs for you to believe him and to be safe. But he says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. See, and what, what was my first reaction to God when he wanted to get into, now we have to look at the devil. Oh, no, God. No, no. But God didn't listen to me, and thank God he didn't. So I was, uh, you know, he wrestled with me until I had to face the music. I had to face reality, and I had to make a choice. Was I going to serve the Lord his way? Or was I going to do life my way with my made up God and ignore everything else? That's another issue in society. I see people that, that love God and I can tell they love God by what comes out of their heart and they mention him and they're fond of God. They're affectionate towards God. I was too, but I was uh, ignorant about God. And I was almost destroyed in my ignorance and sin, you know. So I come to you as a person that loves you. You know, I may never meet you. I may never look in your eyes face-to-face uh, -face until I see you in heaven. I pray for you every day. And um, I believe that God will answer my prayers because it's his prayer. It's his prayer that you will come to him. For Jesus doesn't want anyone to perish. You know, he prays, John 6, 39, that he lose no one. And that's including you. And so the answer to this destruction, this international destruction that we run through the earth rapidly, 
this lack of knowledge about the devil and how to do life, and that we, uh, when we come into Christ, we have to live as He commands. You know, we don't set up our own Christianity, and we see that. We see people setting up their own version of Christianity. You're going to find Christ when you pick up a Bible, King James Version, it's the purest form, organic, non-GMO, and you're going to know Him when you begin to read from the very beginning to the very end, you know? And you're going to know him and you're going to know how he feels about things, what he thinks about things, how he's moving through the earth, why he's doing things, how he's, how he's operating through life. It's, it's amazing when you know the Lord, it's, uh, it's, it's so much easier of a life, you know, than fighting with this invisible, uh, lover of your soul. So the answer to this international destruction is truth. You know, John 17, 17, Jesus said, sanctify them, clean them. You know, he wants to redeem you and grab you out of the mouth of the destroyer, Satan. And he wants to wash you and he wants to clean you and he wants to heal you. And he wants to take away the devils that have perverted your life. I see so many uh, gifted musicians, and uh, I see the, how the devil has wrapped his his tails around you, and he operates you, and how he has perverted your life and caused you to to be in sexual immorality and homosexuality and drug addiction, and he's taken so many. He's taken so many, I, you know, and it just breaks the heart of God, for He didn't create you to be destroyed. Uh, he created you to be his and to inherit all good things. And Jesus said to sanctify, he sanctifies us, he cleans us, he keeps us, and he makes us intelligent. Intelligence is power against the destroyer. Intelligence, the knowledge of the word, sanctify them by the truth, John seventeen seventeen says. Your word, the Bible, is truth. It's another word for Christ. He's called and labeled in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, 13, the word of God. And he came to earth and he moved amongst us and he died as the Passover lamb and was buried and is risen and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of almighty God, interceding and praying for you. Yes, you every single day. And we knew, we know that the Word is the Holy Bible. You know, the devil can't tolerate a Christian that reads their Bible every day and obeys it. Through whatever storm he throws at you, through whatever rock he, he brings to your life. If he turns you upside down and everybody you know has turned against you and you're out in the street with one penny, a Bible, and God, you will make it. It's like, well, how do you know, Ann? I've been through all kinds of things. And he can't take God from me because I hold on to God. And God is his word. He is, he is word. He's, he's spirit. He's right here in the invisible realm. God is a spirit. And he is truth. And those that worship him, that worship him, love him, acknowledge him, adore him, must worship him, acknowledge him, adore him in truth. What is truth? Truth is the Bible. You know, in Psalm 138, 2, uh, it says, I will worship 
toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified, enlarged, and made bigger thy word above all thy name. And, and, and the devil cannot defeat a Christian that reads the word and does the word and keeps the word. Good night. Rialoran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rialoran today at www.rialoran.org. Thank you.